0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Tony here, one half of your favorite fat duo of the Great Earth Podcast. The reason for this really odd intro is because I'm a moron and did not click record in the beginning of my interview with director Alex Um, So, just so you know, it is definitely going to start in the middle of a conversation, talking four minutes in. You've been warned. My guest is director alex laba i am tony and i hope you enjoy the show
1: if i were to rank him it would go the first one i think is by far the best of course and then i think i'm with you with saw three i think saw three is the the best sequel but then i think that like probably uh, okay so for me it goes one three two and then six i think i love part six what is it that you don't like about it for me i think uh
0: a lot of it is the story is it seems kind of random like hear me out the death scenes are awesome especially the freaking (laughs) merry-go-round that's when he has to pick you know like that's cool i like those but the story to me was just so it seemed kind of last minute but i guess you can make the argument that they're all like that they really are all just kind of like put together
1: and of course they tie it up well the thing about it is that like um I would agree with you with what you just said if you were talking about saw um a lot of the ones in saw 4, 5 and 7 because like all those games have nothing to do with the grand story but um
0: yeah.
1: the 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 game in saw 6 does because like it's because of because of that guy William Easton that you know uh John Kramer's you know cancer was um You know, it's like he was, you know, like a part of John Kramer's life, you know, like at at a certain point, you know, and so it's like he um, that guy is integrated into the Saw story more so than some of these other ones. But I do kind of see what you're saying. But like, I strongly agree with that with part seven, like that guy had nothing to do with anything, you know, apart from, yeah, just wrote a book. And
0: yeah, seven was kind of you could tell that one they had to make a story that would like coincide with what was going on with yeah. the real story you know what i mean because you can't really do the whole movie about the villain basically trying to tie up loose ends. it just it's not as cool so i mean exactly I
1: there, there, there has to be traps you know like that's why like like with soft five like i love all the character building stuff with hoffman and then john kramer but like all the trap stuff with part five like you could just cut yeah. all that out of the entire mythology and it wouldn't be and wouldn't even matter you know like especially with mm-hmm. a lot of the shit in saw four and then the whole game and saw five or sorry seven you could just cut out you know and like yeah i, th- I think i'll do that like once saw x comes out because i mean i'm sure you know about saw x where oh, that yeah. takes where that <laughs> oh, takes yeah. place in the time like, oh man i'm so pumped i'm gonna see an imax opening night i'm gonna bring a herd to the theater it's gonna be epic but um you know when that comes out i'll do like a. Like an edit of um, all the movies like in chronological order.
0: Right.
1: I'll see how that goes. But after I get all this other shit done I'm working on, which is gonna take a really long time. Like whenever I get free time, I'll add that together.
0: <laughs> well yeah, you sound like a busy guy too. Uh, oh yes. You're working on a movie,
1: right? Or you have been, I should say. Two feature length movies I'm working on right now. One I'm doing my movie, the Alex Laba movie three. Which is huge, big, ambitious, three hour long, epic, you know. But then I'm also d- doing the documentary, you know, Edward Furlong in the Forest Hills, you know, just, you know, yeah. Scott and Chico and all those guys. Like, that's going to be a feature length documentary, which, like, I was just kind of thrown into it. And, like, at first, I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, I didn't know what the hell it was going to be. I was just shooting, 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 just like endless amounts of footage, you know? And I i have, I have this like eight hours of footage of like me on the set and stuff like that. And I've just freaking Edward Furlong. And, uh, I decided <laughs> like, you know, I, I have enough footage. Like I could make this feature length, you know? And, um, yeah. and then I, I worked on it for five months editing it, but then I, um, I ended up accidentally breaking my hard drive and then I had to restart the whole edit. Which, um, I mean, luckily though, Scott Goldberg did tell me that, like, he said, Yeah, you know, you can't um, release the documentary. I'm just finding out until uh, uh, basically a year from now. I'm like, What? Right. And he's like, right. and it, and he's like, yeah, because you know, after the film gets distributed in America, then it's gonna have to be distributed everywhere else, and that'll take up to six months, and then the movie's gonna be released in November, so it'll be around a year that you can release it. I'm like, that's a long time. So a very long time, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it makes it kind of makes sense because then that does give you
0: time if you have to do edits, and a lot yeah. can happen. I didn't learn. I didn't know how um, political movie business was until talking to a couple people that are involved in that it's more than it's more than people think you know i mean like you don't just make it and then you just ship it out there's got to be a distributor there's got you know there's all this stuff and i'm like that's probably why i didn't get involved in movies (laughs) i mean i've always wanted to
1: there's so – from what I can see, there's just so endless amounts of stuff that people right. just would not even think about. I mean like – and I'm, I'm, I am I'm, know Scott's been overwhelmed with it. He's like, yeah, there's all this stuff that I, I would have never even thought of. But also uh, the thing I'm going to be working on first is um, the my interview with Shelley Duvall. And well, it's going to be big. I know, and I'm I'm gonna spend a lot of time with it. Have a lot of flashbacks, you know, to her movies, and then yeah. you know, not just her movies, but like old interviews too. I mean, just like where it fits, you know. Yeah. In the, in the edit, and then also, you know, I got about full, a lot of footage of her talking, like with my cinema lens, got you know a double angle interview, um, and right. then. But then also, I got a uh, shout out to my buddy Brian Michael Finn, who, who also was filming stuff for the Forest Hills and is also making his own documentary. He uh, got to be on the set or like at her house, like while they were filming her scenes. And he sent oh, me two, two hours of footage, you know, from like all that. And so, like, I'm going to have to go through all that footage and, like, you know, and I can incorporate that into the edit. And also, he did like a 35 minute interview with her, and I could use his footage for that and so like i just have just so much footage you know like and like um i'm just really happy and i, I can't wait to start editing that and putting that together because you know a lot of people um you know like shelly has a big fan base and i just really want to like um do it justice you know and like really, yeah absolutely you know really make a great video and i gotta ask you what's edward furlong like man because
0: ironically that's one of my favorite actors man. um because growing up in the like the 90s man he was he was big you know what i mean so there was yes my favorite a lot of people actually have not heard of it it's called brain scan i and love that's my scan. favorite yes that's, that's my favorite ever for a long movie next to terminator but like i can't say I love it, man it's just it's a horror i think it's i've always loved scary movies that's mm-hmm. pretty much why for me but I mean, he's been in so much that's the thing dude people don't understand just how vast yeah, man, it's it sucks, too, because it's it's one of those things where, you know, you see it, and you're like, God, he's so much older now, too. Because if you watch, especially when I was a kid watching him, man, he really was a kid in the movies. You see him now, he's a full-grown man. What What's that dude like?
1: Dude, he is an incredible dude. God, where do I start? He's just um, so... Where do I begin... <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Like he—he's a incredibly nice, sweet guy, and is just very. Um, I'm trying to think of way to explain it without saying the same stuff over and over. You know.
0: Um, oh no no you're
1: good.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I should. You know, he asked loves,
1: you. he loves like fucking around with people and stuff, and he's just yeah, very funny. Thanks, and, yeah, <laughs> very witty, and I'm sorry. What were you gonna say?
0: Oh no, no I was gonna say I guess I should have asked you from the beginning oh there's austin hey up, austin? austin i wasn't i wasn't ignoring you bro i was i was in the middle of this so my bad austin this is alex alex? alex this is austin what's up bro
2: i just been having horrible freaking internet problems since i got home
0: no you're fine man i just i didn't want to kill too much time so i i told alex like austin will join us eventually <laughs> i figured you would so but um so, Alex, my my question, I guess, was uh, I should have asked you. A better question would have been, how did you, from the beginning, how did you get attached to the Forest Hills? Did you and Scott know each other prior to that?
1: Ah, uh, no. Uh, Scott actually uh, saw my interviews I did with Eddie. And then he emailed me and then said, um, hey, you know, I saw your interviews. I think they're great, you know, and uh, I'd like to invite you out to a film behind the scenes on, on the movie. And then at first I thought it was like just some bullshit spam thing. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Or and, right. <laughs> or, or or either spam or – I don't remember if I thought spam. Like Basically I thought like, oh, you know – yeah, too good was, to be
0: true yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> too good to be true bullshit to some degree but then uh you know I started talking to him more and I started discovering like okay this is an actual person you know this isn't um this isn't bullshit you know like I could tell he was an actual you know yeah um and then um yeah the, the, then but basically um it was I didn't think that it would actually happen um, because, or for, for, I'm trying to remember everything. Uh, okay. So basically uh, he said, it said in his contract that he can't um, like, or sorry, that he's not doing press about the film. And then right. so that would prevent me from like, going out and so like he said okay so you're you're gonna have to ask eddie like personally if uh if you know you he'd be cool with you coming out then i'm like okay i messaged him on instagram and he hasn't said anything to me and he's like message him again i'm like i i i'm like why i'm like why can't you just say something to him about it then he's like well all right sorry um but then you know eddie finally messaged me back but like it was um It was, like, right before – or, like, I think, like, a day before that I was, I was like, going to fly out there. And then he messaged me back and said, yeah, that's cool, man. And so then, like, Scott, you you know, said, all right, all good then. I'm going to fly out tomorrow. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it was just amazing. That's a dream come true, yeah. It is because, you know, I've always been – you know, I mean, I I said this a bunch, like, in the – Uh, documentary that I'm going to put out but you know it's just I've always you know huge huge film buff I've always been you know I've you know um, you know I have a huge movie collection and you know just all and then as of recently I'm really becoming passionate about filmmaking itself you know because like for, for a while it was the kind of thing to where like I was just really passionate about Like film criticism, you know, I wanted to be a Stuckman. I wanted to be a whatever, Roger Ebert. But then at a certain point, I realized, you know, I I realized that that's not what I want to do. I want to be a filmmaker. Like it's always been in my blood to, you know, direct or like work on movies and stuff like that. And so it's just like this being, you know, like my first, you know, like introduction into the the world of working on film sets like it was just amazing you know he he like flew me out and then you know i i got to see how movies are made you know i mean like you know even though it was like a really small low budget independent horror film um it was uh you know they're they were trying to do something different you know and really trying to um I don't want to say reinvent the genre, but, you know, do something fresh and original that hasn't been done before. And I think he succeeded in that, you know, like uh, ultimately, obviously, without giving anything away, it's a it's a um, drama like uh, with with horror elements, you know. And like like it's a drama character study like uh, disguised as a horror film. Although there are some horror elements, of course. And then the uh, but unfortunately the uh, distributors, um, you know, were was like this is a drama. You know, come back to us when you have a horror film. And so then they they shot scenes um or shot more scenes you know did reshoots for the film to uh to make it more horror centric and i thought oh fuck that's going to ruin the movie but then like um scott showed me a couple things and then um you know like told me what they were i'm like okay yeah you definitely need more shelley because i went and shot with shelley duval but they also um did something else with the shelley duval character that i think is awesome and works perfectly uh then i'm like okay that's epic yeah you definitely need that you know and then um you just and, and, and then the other things the shot i'm like okay yeah this definitely sounds like it'll enhance it and not you know like it doesn't like at first i thought it was unnecessary but then i thought yeah okay that's 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 amazing i can't wait to see the new cut so um yeah sorry i kind of uh, rambled there
0: no no you're fine i'm excited to see it too i've been actually trying not to pester scott but i'm just like hey what's going on man like when can we you know what i mean but i understand there's there's a lot to it man that's why i don't want to bother him too much about it but i'm like man i'm really excited to see it because i found it on facebook it was like a trailer it was the test trailer for yep. uh you know when he opened up the facebook page for it and okay. at the time i was watching it like what the fuck is this like i thought it was gonna be like something i can get a you know red box or whatever And i was like oh it's actively they're still filming that's pretty cool and you know i I went to instagram i found scott on there and i figured well he's probably not even gonna talk to me (laughs) so i you know i followed him and sent him a message like hey man um i like what you have so far because i'm a horror movie buff so i saw that and i was like i really hope i can see this movie one day and hope all goes well for you and from there we just started talking and I basically asked him, you know, how can I help out in some shape or form? I mean, even if I could just donate, because I know it's an independent film. So then that's where I walked into the campaign you guys were doing. And that's where I met Chico. And basically, the rest is history. Um, but Shelly Duvall, man, that's that's, not, that's like, you know, every furlong. It's one thing, but Shelley, dude, that's a legend. Did you, mm-hmm. uh, did you come across Dee Wallace at all? Because I had read that she was supposed to be in it.
1: It's funny because, um, yeah, she she is in the movie, but not, not for very long. She plays uh, Chico's boss uh, in the movie. And, and it's funny because, like, I saw her at Horror Hound uh, in Cincinnati when, uh, like, they – it actually played at the Horror Hound uh, Film Festival. Um, and then – there was A Q&A after and like there was a bunch of people that saw the movie and then i actually um was um volunteered to do the q a and like and like scott you know was on facetime and stuff you know so i was i mean i was a little nervous but you know like if i had to do it all by myself and i'd be dead nervous because you know it's like there's a lot i don't know about it you know but uh right but you know scott said no i'll be on facetime I'm like all right cool but then like everybody left except for like four people i'm just like what the fuck so sorry right. can i swear sorry can i swear on here oh yeah, yeah. no you're good, there. Um, you're good all right all right. yeah you're,
0: you're good all
1: right and yes but, but then um you know i i did the q a with scott and you know it's um it was cool but um uh oh well, oh yeah d wallace i'm sorry i saw oh. d wallace at horror hound and then i said hey you know we i just showed your movie you're in the forest Hills." she's like the forest hills that movie i'm in for two minutes <laughs> i just started laughing which That's... she's in it for a little more than that but you know like it's a it's a small role but she's still pretty good in it well
0: i saw that um i always forget her name but she is everyone Melissa knows Melissa her... rose yes i saw that she is it too did you get to meet her
1: no okay so um the okay you asked if i got to meet d Wells. i mean like technically i did at horror hound but uh i was just on set for the two days that or sorry edward was on set for three days i was on set for the two out of three that he was on set initially yeah um you know, in the beginning, then he went back and did reshoots that I wasn't there for. Okay. Uh, that would have been cool though. But um, but uh, D Wallace was coming the day after, and then um, they they were going to uh, pick her up from the airport. But then, I, I I forget exactly what happened. I just didn't go, so I could have met her that night. But and then it's funny, cause actually I, I'm really I'm a big autograph collector. Then I had like um my et 4k and like uh you know just in case i did see her like hey could you sign this but right yeah i don't know yeah i i didn't i didn't see her but um yeah. it's a wild experience though man because
0: you know like i said i'm looking forward to when it comes out because oh, maybe me too <laughs> maybe i'm alone in this opinion but i feel like the horror genre needs it needs some work today it's not really where it used to be because yeah. right, right now the trend is possessions and hauntings. and I mean, I guess you can argue it's kind of always been that way, but zombies took a step up and now we're back to, you know, whereas I've always been a fan of slashers. Because what people don't understand is Same. when it comes to horror, there's multiple genres within horror. Like there's exorcisms, man. There's fucking thrillers, twist stories, but slashers always been my go-to. And I think it's because at heart I'm a gore hound. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I remember a friend of mine told me to check out Terrifier. First off, I hadn't even seen the film that came before that. The character was based on Art the Clown. Watched it, fell in love with it. It was a cheesy movie, sure, but, dude, it was awesome. And then the second one came out, and I was like, see, this is what we need is more of this. But you know they won't put it out there because that fan base is more... I guess underground in a sense, because I feel like the whole slasher phase is pretty much come and gone with the 80s. hmm You said that you like uh, Chucky too, right?
1: Oh, I'm a diehard Chucky fan, yes. Which one is your favorite? Because everyone always tells me their favorite is the first one. Um, It it's, it probably is the first one. I mean, I I love Amala, you know? I even really yeah. like Seed of Chucky, even though that's the worst one. Um, but honestly, I think, uh, cult is a close second for worst. You know, I think that's like, um, uh, a little bit above seed, but like, I, I really didn't like call cult, cult, but I don't know. I mean, if I were to rank them, it would go one, two, three, uh, curse bride, um, cult and seed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, I really did like curse because I didn't like seed and I didn't. I didn't like bride very much but then again i was a kid when it came out i was just watching the first three so it was it, it was hard to kind of place where i felt about it because it was different but in retrospect it's really not that bad it's probably one of the better sequels from that time my personal favorite is the one that a lot of people don't like which is the third one i think it's just because they mix it with like the military you know the military school it's, it's kind of cool and it's a little it's funny as hell but this was you. awesome well, mm-hmm. I thought Curse was cool because I was like, all right, well, Seed kind of, I hate to say this, but it kind of fucked that franchise into the dirt for a while. It did. It really screwed it. And then they were like, it's going to go straight to streaming. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know, that sounds like a risk. Well, I bought it, watched it, loved it. And then it felt like Colt just sucked right off the bat. I was like, damn it, here
1: we are again. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the show, though. I know everyone says the show is great. I just
0: haven't they, seen it yet.
1: You need to see the show. Season 1 I thought was really good. Um but season 2 is kind of interesting because it's like Don Mancini just like threw everything at the wall and and just yeah. kept kept throwing. It's just like throwing everything he can at the wall like to see what sticks, you know. And it's just like um you know it's just like he said fuck it you know and just like did everything yeah. he possibly could do you know which like it's it's kind of cool but i mean i can understand how, why some fans wouldn't like it but and it's just like it gets pretty fucking ridiculous but but i'm i'm with you with child's play 3 like i it's funny cuz a lot of people say they don't like that movie and it's it's always been my favorite sequel like up until like I think, like, a few years ago, like, I really started to think, like, yeah, Child's Play 2 is definitely better. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I I love the third one. Like, I don't understand the hate for it. And, like, a lot of people just, like, don't, like, can't really tell me why, honestly. Right. Um, like,
0: a lot of people hate it, but,
1: I mean, I... It's Don Mancini's
0: least favorite. It's one of the better sequels, though, for that time frame. I mean, like, Bride was pretty good. You you can't argue that Bride's bad because of the fact that it was a freaking box office hit. It was huge at that time. It was one of the biggest ones. So I mean, it's hard. I to still love Bride. I like Bride. I mean, I think in retrospect, it would have been cool if they didn't, in my opinion, expand on <laughs> them having a baby. Like the ending was cool and all, but you knew that's where they were going to go, and wasn't too big of a fan of it. What do you think of the remake they did, though, with Mark Hamill as the voice?
1: I hate it, dude.
0: I hate it. I was not a fan, dude. The I reason really why,
1: know. it's
0: nothing against Mark Hamill, but that's not Chucky. Exactly. That's not Chucky. That's like when you go watch the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. That's not fucking Freddy Krueger. I mean, technically it is, but it's not. That's Robert Englund's thing. It's just yes. like me and Austin were just talking about that. Like, uh, With Wolverine, you expect Hugh Jackman. When they put someone else like that's not fucking wolverine dude that's that's Hugh Jackman's thing but so you know I understand they have to update it and then they what killed it for me the most is the fact that it's a it's an app they completely threw out the old idea which I understand because again you have to you have to relate to the audience and they always target teenagers you know younger 20s so I mean I get it but that one sucked. I enjoy. I enjoyed it more than Seed and Colt, but that no. was kind of, that was a dud, dude. I didn't.
1: It's I okay. So, it. I the only thing that I could say positively about that movie is that they tried to make it like different enough from the original so that it's like its own thing. But yeah, it just it just didn't work. I hate it. Um, I haven't I, even seen it since theaters.
0: Well, I think they learned their lesson with it, because from what I was told, or at least what I've looked into, there, there is no plans to do a sequel to it. And that's kind of why oh, the show was... Oh, of
1: course. Not. It's, yeah, it's the, the, the original canon's dominating, and thank God it is.
0: Yeah, that's one of the weird... Uh, it, was a, it was a good experiment, but not... A, I mean, in my opinion, if I was the studio, I wouldn't have been happy with it, but mm-hmm. everyone's got their own thing. Austin, I've been, like, hogging the spotlight here, <laughs> so... Alex is a filmmaker, art, and I don't know if I—I think I told you about it, but I had—I'd come across him because of Scott Goldberg, director of Forest Hills. And what I liked about Alex's uh, YouTube channel, all that, is that he was interviewing a lot of horror alumni. And the one that caught my attention was Darren Lynn bowsman He's the director of Saw Three. So I was like, holy shit, this. This dude's got interviews with like all all my idols, basically. So I'm like, dude, it'd be interesting to talk with him. But um, Alex has also mentioned that he's a film buff, just like you and I. And Alex, if I'm mis- unless I'm mistaken, I see that you're wearing a Back to the Future t-shirt. Yes, that's one of my favorite franchises of all time, dude. Like, but before we go into that, Austin, do you got anything you want to throw on there? So I'm not hogging the spotlight.
2: The, solve a dis- <laughs> the biggest disagreement on this channel if you if you like movies, okay, tell this man how horrible of a movie Man of Steel is
0: is not horrible. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, okay, I mean,
1: I mean, I don't really like it, but I mean, I can't say it's a bad movie. I mean, for what it I mean, it's good for what it is. It's just not for me, and I don't really give a shit about it, although the it's funny because I I don't I haven't seen it for like almost ten years and I just never gave a shit to go back and rewatch it, but um yeah nothing says great movie like
2: oh shoot I haven't watched that movie in ten years
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we had a big that's a big thing on this channel is we have a big he loves Man of Steel and I I can't watch it without getting pissed off why I turn while I'm watching it I turn into Zod. <laughs>
0: Well, Austin's thing is he doesn't like it because, in his it's opinion, it's not Superman. It's that's not, not Superman.
2: Superman. It's some fake bullcrap. Like it's like you know you go to the Dollar Tree to buy it. You go, and you, they got the <laughs> Super Pals. That the
0: Super Pals.
2: That, and you get that little man in a little blue and a um, red suit with the cape, and like it's it's a slightly above average man. That that's who you get. You don't get Superman. You get exemplary boy or whatever.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I've always felt Christopher Reeves is Superman. I'm like, that's Superman. When I think a Superman, that's him. It's, but the
2: it's, reason... not an, it's not an issue of actors. It's not like, oh, that Henry Cavill can't be Superman. It's that Zack Snyder fundamentally does not understand what Superman is.
0: He, like... Zack
2: Snyder sat at home and watched Smallville and goes, that's Superman.
0: I'm not a fan of Smallville that I mean, it's alright, but I think Cavill did way better than Brandon Routh, dude, because Superman Returns is fucking terrible. I know a lot of people love it, but I'm like, nah, nah, dude, that movie sucks
1: I I remember liking it back in the day
0: My issue with it was Kevin Spacey, dude, he was terrible in that movie, but again It's one of those things where good.
2: Yeah, as a TV show Smallville was fine, and it didn't. It wasn't trying to force this Superman down your throat. Like, we're were to tell a story, and it's just going to happen. Also, be Superman. This um, the Zack Snyder films are like this is Superman. This is hey, remember guys, this is Superman. This is supposed to be Superman, guys, guys, guys. It's so self aware. <laughs> this is Superman. There's that stupid freaking reshoot that they did with him standing. Um, it, this is in in the Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and it's Superman, like, standing and staring at the sky, and a little boy comes up with his camera phone to take pictures with him, and he kind of looks down and smiles at him and takes off. I've never seen someone jerk themselves off so hard that Zack Snyder in that freaking um, scene, he goes, now that's what Superman is. Superman be smiling at kids. Superman be doing that. No! That's not what <laughs> Superman would do you think super? You think make him good. Make him good. That'd be Superman. No. Superman would kneel down and have a conversation with the kid. Not, oh God, <laughs> fuck yeah. you, little kid. You wanted to talk to I Superman. See. Fuck you and all your dreams.
0: Shannon nice. was a pretty good General Zod, though. He's what made the movie, in my opinion. Because Michael Shannon's a good actor. But even he admitted he knew he was in the wrong movie. Well, up until The Flash, which that's had like a mixed response i haven't seen it yet i guess it's available to purchase and i might I'm considering it but i don't know because
1: have you seen is, the flash it... austin no? no
2: not yet i've been really
1: um been i actually my have
2: because i'm more I, I, everybody's saying it's so everybody's saying it's really good and i i need time to really sit down and watch it to experience it because i'm so i've been like so excited for it that I just haven't gotten
0: to it yet. I've heard the the complaint I've heard from a lot of people is that it's an okay movie. The problem they had with it was it felt like you didn't need Michael Keaton's Batman in it, which I can understand that to a certain degree. But when you're like like me, that was my Batman growing up. So it's nostalgia. Like, of course, I want to see it. But uh, I guess I can kind of understand the argument. But that's what a lot of people said.
1: Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, I'm... I, I really like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. And the the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man is uh, my second it's favorite film. is my second favorite film of all time. Actually, it was the first movie I ever saw in the theater, first franchise I ever got into, and just Spider-Man like is my hero. Just growing up, I just loved Spider-Man. I played all the video games, watched all the movies over and over again. Like, you know, I just I, I got to meet Sam Raimi recently. My f- number one favorite movie is Back to the Future, though. Uh, I love Back to the Future. But, um, but you know, and so, like, I have this love for Marvel that, that I don't really have – that I don't have for DC. Like, DC, honestly, I don't really give a shit about that much. I mean, I love – that like, The Dark Knight's one of my favorite movies, too. And then I mm. love Joker. I actually really like The Batman. I thought that was pretty good. But I just wish that the – the, the thing that pisses me off about the Batman is, like, I I understand they wanted to make it its own thing, but they could have had it take place in the same universe as Joker because, like, oh, like, if it's that Batman from Joker, you know, like, growing up, you know, it's like he, you know, has a reason for hating Batman because it, it, it was, um, or, sorry, a reason for hating the Joker, cause, you know, it's because of him, his parents got killed, you know, it's like they could have... Done a lot with it, but no, we got a new Joker. It's like, okay, whatever. Another fucking Joker. Jesus Christ. But um the the DCEU honestly I don't really give a shit about basically. But um I saw the flash and I actually really liked it. Like I was surprised at how much I liked it. I mean it's not great, you know, like a lot of the CGI is bad. Uh but you know, it's just I was just very entertained by it and I thought it was pretty good, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, the
2: way that the DC uh, movies have come, I don't care what the CGI looks like. If I can just get a fucking story
1: yes, that,
2: that is that is competent, I'll be happy. Like the yeah. first, the first a- Suicide Squad had a competent, good story. And I was like, okay, isn't that the greatest movie ever? But I could follow the plot. <laughs> the new Batman has everything. I think the Batman is my favorite Batman and really? uh, If you listen to our show, when they announced Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, Tony and I went on an hour-and-a-half rant about how that freaking weirdo vampire kid cannot be Batman.
0: Oh, I was pissed.
2: <laughs> we went and saw this movie, and at the end, spent another two hours ranting about how almost perfect this damn movie is. And how Robert Pattinson is, like, phenomenal. And we just sat eating crow for two hours. <laughs> so it's like DC can make DC. DC has DC has. I think DC. One of DC's biggest problems is they gave Zack Snyder all the power for too long. We saw it with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They gave, um Whedon. Yeah, they gave Josh Whedon all the power for too long. And Age of Ultron came out and it wasn't good. They gave. Agreed. They gave. Then they. Then DC did the same thing and it wasn't good and then didn't learn their lesson. And when they dropped him, we're like, you know what? That Josh Weed guy's been doing this for too long and just dropped a bad movie. Let's get him to come and fix it. (laughs) And then it doesn't fit at all. They're like, it's like you're making macaroni and cheese and go, you know what? Ketchup is great. Let's dump <laughs> half a bottle of ketchup in this. Surely It'll make a fine dinner. And then Justice League is like the biggest hodgepodge of like. Everybody, it's dark and scary. <laughs> dark and scary. <laughs> That's that whole movie. It's Whitlap.
1: Are you talking about the the Whedon cut or the the, 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 or the, the Snyder S- cut? We, the Whedon the, cut. OK, Snyder. yeah. The Snyder, Snyder cut is, is fucking the, phenomenal. The,
2: the Snyder cut's pretty solid. but again snyder doesn't understand these characters a lot of these characters he doesn't understand what makes aquaman aquaman it's why aquaman sucks in all the movies he did and then <laughs> the one movie where um he make, has his own movie all of a sudden everybody goes oh my god is aquaman cool i just watched this first aquaman. is aquaman cool yes because you uh, that person understood and then we watch this freaking suit we get a uh, man of steel and everybody goes yeah, he don't know who Superman is. And then he just ex- just builds on it through Batman v Superman and then Justice League, where no one gets what Superman really is about. And so they they fail Superman. And in these movies, if you fail Superman, you fail the whole movie. Because he's the most important part of the movies. The Batman's great. Batman's what Batman's one of the top five all-time greatest comic book characters of all time. Yes. He's easy. Superman is the greatest comic book character of all time. He's the fun foundational um, piece of it. And that's why a bunch of people it. It's not truth, justice, and the American way anymore. It's not. It's truth, justice, and doing the right thing.
1: See, Shut have your dirty
2: mouth. Go back
0: and hang out in the porta-potties where you belong. Leave <laughs> Superman alone see i have a love-hate relationship with marvel here's the thing dude i don't really like one over the other because i'm a die-hard comic book fan i grew up collecting comic books man that's just always been my thing but i also grew up in a different time so like austin grew up during the mcu phase i grew up during the time where the marvel movies were a lot darker some of them were rated r like you know blade daredevil the punisher x-men all of them i loved yeah even though they Fucked them up and had nothing to do with the comics. They were pretty cool. And then, like, MCU, my thing with it, man, is I haven't seen a lot of them to really judge it. The ones I have, I wasn't too impressed. However, I fell in love with the first Iron Man. I thought that was fucking awesome. I yes. loved Edward Norton as the Hulk, dude. I was excited to see what they would do with that. And
1: That was a pretty
0: good movie.
1: I mean... Like, I, 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 I
0: like Ruffalo. I just... I liked Norton more. That's the thing. I wish I, they would have went with that.
1: Agreed. Like, I don't... It's like... It's like, um, Mr. Norton. Would you like, um, at literally, and M- like probably a billion fucking dollars in the next ten right. years? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna yeah, go. he was do like, it. no. I mean, I mean, he did Birdman after that, which is pretty great, but it's just like. Yeah, I mean, agreed. I I would have liked to have seen Norton because I like him more as an actor than Mark Ruffalo. Although I do like Mark Ruffalo, but I'm I'm with you with that freaking.
0: Yeah, like Ruffalo did pretty well with what he was given because he wasn't. His origin story had been played by Norton, so he didn't really get, get anything
1: with I'm what curious, he had.
0: I thought he did good.
1: Agreed. I'm curious as to why Edward Norton just just said no to the Avengers and all that other shit. It's so stupid, but.
0: The only information on it, supposedly, and this is all he said, she said, it's not from his own words. According to, like, the studios and all that, they wanted him to sign a multi-picture deal. And he was like, I'm not doing that because it would take away from his ability to do other movies because of scheduling. That's why Robert Downey Jr. was on board with getting away from Iron Man because he wasn't able to do a lot. He had to play that role. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he only did, like, a couple movies, if that, and they had said that Norton was not on board with doing it because his thing was, bring it to me, I'll tell you whether I want to be in it or not. And they are like, no, dude, we need a commitment because we're starting a whole thing.
1: And he wasn't on board with it. That makes more sense. I get it now.
0: Same thing with Walking Phoenix. A lot of people don't know this, but the only reason he played it was because he was promised that it was a one-off thing. It was an origin story that wasn't going to be a franchise out of it. And he agreed to it, and, and he was like, no, as far as I know, there's no sequels. But then he was like, I'd be interested because I guess he ended up actually enjoying it. And now we're getting a second one. And I thought arguably he was one of the better ones. Like, like I still think that Heath Ledger's the best Joker. My personal favorite was Jack Nicholson,
1: but Walking Phoenix was great. Way better agreed. than that bullshit with Jared Leto. Oh, agreed. I mean, like, it's I heard that they offered uh, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix like I gi- i i don't remember the exact number but it's a giant sum of money like to do mm-hmm. two more sequels and they're like yeah yeah you it's know like like, like 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 it's impo- they made it impossible for them to turn down cuz Joker was such a massive success which i love Joker that's that's, that's i think it, th- that might be my favorite movie of 2019 like right next to uncut gems and there was a lot of good movies in 2019, um, oh,
0: yeah, but I um, awesome.
1: yeah, it's the thing. I've I got I, I have a. It's funny because like there's um I'm I'm gonna plug one of my older videos. Like um you know like everyone oh it's so great and then you know like I said it was great but then my friend Paul was like eh, that movie sucked and I'm just like why and then like like he hated it and then like he like we did a video that that was called why uncut gems is a bad movie. And then he thoroughly for like 25 minutes did like this long, thorough in depth explanation for every aspect of the movie of like why he thinks it's bad. And like, it was just so like, like, and I think it's probably one of my best videos. Like I love that video. I'd recommend checking it out. But the thing that pissed me off is that like right when I uploaded it, dislike, it's just like, it's been up for 30 seconds. It already has four fucking dislikes. You fucking you got to like
0: people on the internet. They do that shit on purpose.
1: Like just from we the, we get title, a lot of
0: like hate mail
1: <laughs> and like a lot of people were trashing him. I'm like, did you listen to what he had to say? And they're like, whatever. They didn't answer me. All
0: they heard it's was just like,
1: keywords. yeah, like I don't agree with him, but I mean, I agree with a lot of the things that he said, but it's just like, you know, it's like, you know what? Yeah. I appreciate you know your opinion, although I don't agree with it because I still love that movie. But yeah. Well, it's
0: funny you mentioned because Uncut Gems was directed by these brothers that made another movie called Good Time with Robert Pattinson in the lead. Yes. That that was the movie that sold me on Robert Pattinson as a good actor because, dude, to be honest, I always saw him as just fucking Twilight. I was like, that dude will never be anything. Then, but then I watched Good Time and I was like, holy shit. He is so convincing that you don't even see him in that movie. He's the character.
1: And I was like, okay,
0: he is a good actor. I still have my doubts about Batman, but we'll see. And I loved it. My only complaint about that movie was that Robert Pattinson wasn't a good Bruce Wayne. Because when he was Bruce Wayne, he was still Batman. And that was just, like, frustrating. But I was also like, it's forgivable. I mean, what is it? Year two? It's like year one, year two, or whatever. Him being Batman. So, I mean... Obviously they'll probably change it up, but that was my only complaint because I thought he did fucking awesome. I
1: Agreed. know a lot of people
0: hate Ben Affleck, but I like Ben Affleck too. I think the only Batman was that good. I, well, the only one I really hate, like that, I just I can't get behind is George Clooney.
1: Oh, of I, course, yeah, that was
0: terrible. I know people don't like Val Kilmer either. For me though, the thing is, man, is he didn't carry the the movie. Batman Forever was definitely carried by Jim Carrey. And Tommy Lee Jones, those two made that movie interesting to the point that I didn't give a fuck who was playing Batman, which is never yeah. a good thing. But then George Clooney proved that it can be work. You can hire anyone to do it, but they, not anybody, could play Batman. It ha- they have to have the physique. They have to be able to play both characters, which is where I think that Christian Bale is probably one of the better Batmans because he was able to play both. He was able to convince you that he was Bruce Wayne. And Batman. Yeah. My personal favorite was always Michael Keaton just because that's who I grew up with. Yeah, now, dude, you got
1: you to gotta see The Flash in the theater, man. Don't watch it at home.
0: Don't watch it at home? See, okay, I, I got to agree with you because uh, yesterday I went to see Oppenheimer with my dad. And the reason why is because I was like, dude, I'm a big Nolan fan. I'm a history buff, so this will be perfect. And I have to see it in theaters. I yeah. learned the hard way nolan's movies are made for theater yes so when tenet came out it was immediately available for streaming and i watched it not to say that it's a bad movie but this movie would have been better in theaters and that was a terrible mistake on my end so i was like yeah you know what i'm gonna go see oppenheimer in theaters which i thought it was a good movie i know a lot of people like it but there's also people that were pissed about it because hey it's a three-hour movie And, B, people fail to understand. The movie is about the guy that created the atomic bomb. It's not about the atomic bomb. Yes. A lot of people went in expecting to see, and I really don't want to spoil it, but everyone's probably heard it by now on all the reviews. There is one scene where they do an atomic bomb test, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And that was fine with me. I wasn't disappointed. I didn't go into it thinking I was going to see them drop some bombs on Japan. Like, I didn't think they were going to show it. So...
1: Yeah, because you know. it's about they're they're not pulling a uh, Tarantino and like just like blowing up the world or like doing stuff that didn't happen in real life, you know, like it's all exactly what happened in real life, you know?
0: Yeah, the movie is basically about his trial. It's about his rise and his fall from grace. It's like the whole movie is just about his uh, loyalty to America being put on trial. And then they yeah. tell you everything like in a flashback. So, I mean – I thought it was good, dude. I've never seen a, a Nolan film that I didn't like. So, I mean, I highly recommend it. But, yeah, going back to what we were saying about seeing movies in theaters, like, here's the thing, man. I am a diehard movie theater person. I believe that you should see every movie in theaters. I don't want theaters yes. to go away, but it's, a, it's getting a little steep. I mean, we're looking at it, and, what do you mean? know, streaming. Well, streaming has proved to be more profitable than movie theaters, because right now... Movie theaters are losing money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a lot of a lot of that is due to the fact that everyone's watching it at home now. I understand the argument because I'm guilty of it too, man. I'm a big uh, fan of The Matrix, and when I found out it was coming out to HBO Max as well as theater, I was like, well, I'm probably just gonna watch it at home. So I mean, I'm guilty of it, but the problem with that is it's killing movie theaters. Mm-hmm. You should definitely see movies in theater. That's it's the experience man, like... Yes. Because if you watch a movie that you didn't like at home, you might have liked it in the theater. That's just... Yeah. That's always been my argument.
1: I strongly agree with that, and, like, it's very... um Yeah, it's like you... I think, honestly, like, you retain the information better, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, for the most part, you're not on your phone, you know, you're, you know, like, the you, you hear it better, you know, it's just like, you know, like, it's... Yeah. You're paying attention um, ex- exactly. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of the theater, and like I, I can't wait um, because uh, I, I was gonna have. I, I, don't know if you guys are familiar with my, uh, my, uh, you know, freaking. Like vlog series that I do like to, to where I made a I'm making a trilogy out of it to like end off the whole like series, you know, but uh I was gonna have the first movie the Alex Slava movie um, be in the movie theater uh, for one one showing the premiere and then you know, and just invite my family. But you know, I I couldn't do that because I was too late with booking it. But for the I'm doing like I said, I'm doing the Alex Laba movie three. mark my words, I will have a theater premiere for that. And just like just I can't. It's like it's it's like a, almost a year away. And like you know, I haven't even edited the movie yet. And it's just all I keep thinking about is like just showing my movie like in a movie theater. You know, it's just like I was thinking about that today. Like oh my god, like I can't wait. You know
0: that's well, every filmmaker's dream that's a, oh yes even if it's like a one-time thing you know it, it's a it's a dream come true that's a big deal yes and it that's is. something that that's something that i would definitely look forward to man i mean more power to you however you do it just don't do streaming right away that's <laughs> i yeah,
1: understand definitely. that
0: people like it but i'm like come on man like you gotta try to do the theater route a little bit because it just seems these days that we're getting too comfortable with streaming. And I do see movie theaters kind of taking a a step back. I wouldn't say they'll go away completely just yet, but I do see it down the pipeline like 10, 20 years from now. makes me sad too because, man, I, that's what got me into movies. When I was a kid, dude, when you're a kid, you don't really care about much. And I remember my dad took me to see Batman forever. It was my first time ever being in a theater, and I fell in love with it, man. Anytime I could go see a movie in theater, I would. And I do that today. I mean, I'm a little picky now about what movies I'll see. If it's a movie I'm, like, biased about, like, a good example would be... Um, so, if they do another X-Men movie, I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. Cause I know they're now connected to MCU. And I don't have a lot of... They are? There.
1: They're connected to the MCU?
0: Yeah, now the, Well now... Oh,
1: the party, with the... Know, Oh, because Deadpool 3 is going to be connected to the MCU, and so therefore X-Men is too?
0: Yeah, X-Men's going to be launched into it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but... I mean, we'll see, because... We is...
1: I'm fascinated. What the hell?
2: <laughs> we had Into the Multiverse too, and that had uh, Professor Xavier um, Stewart. So I hmm. think what they're going to do is they're going to say all the Fox movies are a separate universe? Yeah. Like a different reality, like how they have how um,
0: how DC has multiple can,
2: can jump through different um, like universes and stuff. I think they're going to call yeah. that a separate universe. And okay, which... What and what looks like it's going to happen is Deadpool is going, I think what they're leading up to is Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. And that's what they really want to do. Um, uh, which would is be gonna be, which would be so cool to have Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, go through and have to kill all like, like I think if they're they're gonna, it's obvious, Iron Man, and or, um Robert Downey Jr. and um Chris, Chris Evans both have one movie still on contract.
0: How the fuck are they gonna do that? Didn't they both die? Wait, really?
2: They both have one contract that's flexible by that's by disney could flex it in so what my my idea and what i hope they do is they're going to bring them back one time and it's going to be a massive deadpool kills the marvel universe series on disney plus or something where every episode deadpool goes to a different universe and kills everybody in there so you get the Avengers, and he goes back. He goes jumps into the thing and kills the event. Our Avengers, then he goes back in time, and what I'd love to see him kill like the old Fantastic Four.
0: That would be awesome. So I would pay to see that. And have oh, him
2: jump man. through all the old. Like he goes into the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies and kills spy, that Spider Man.
1: No. And he they, goes. I'd cry.
2: He and and then he goes. This isn't right. Something's wrong. And then jumps and then gets Andrew Garfield's spider-man and go something is it's not complete and then he jumps to get tom holland
0: i'm fine if he gets tom holland
2: he goes i think he gets all three of them and he goes peace <laughs> like at the very end and
0: well, what's
2: like weird him, is that then the x-men movies then he goes into his own movies and kills himself and <laughs> him bouncing around every episode it's him going to a different like the fox universe the marvel cinematic universe I it is killing the entire Marvel universe. I think it'd be so cool. It'd be a great way to do it and make a billion dollars.
1: That would be the that'd be the funniest shit I've ever seen. Literally, probably the funniest shit I would ever see in any superhero movie. And plus, like everyone would lose their fucking minds.
2: Yeah, if I could see it right now. The fight between Captain America and Deadpool would be <laughs> so. He goes, I could do this. He goes all day. I get it. Holy crap, you're annoying. Shut up and cuts his head. There's so many cuts great... his head
1: off, there's yeah. blood there's, everywhere, there's...
2: <laughs> and it's got to be rated R. It's going to be fantastic. I think that's what they're going to, I think that's what they're working toward. I don't, I they want a house of M. I think they want a house of M movies. They want, and they want uh, a Deadpool kills Marvel Universe. I just don't know they're going to be a good movie because Secret Wars is bombing so hard because it sucks so bad.
0: <laughs> is that the Have new any, one?
2: Any of you guys watched any of the Secret Wars so far?
0: Is that no. the new one oh, with, uh, Nick Fury?
2: Yeah. Oh my god, is it dumb.
0: <laughs> I haven't watched any of the Disney series. It's a great series.
2: premise. Everybody knows Secret Wars. Everybody knows how cool of a great premise it is. But it is so boring and slow and like you're you, these people you've grown accustomed to like everybody loves maria hill and then it's underutilizer her so bad if you've seen if you've seen it you know why they underutilize her
0: well i'm probably um, gonna get murdered for saying this but deadpool 3 better be good because i did not like deadpool 2 love the first one though i, was, I
1: thought deadpool 2 is was- decent i mean i don't think it was and i just we, never really gave a shit to rewatch it i mean, we finally finally as as I do agree one. the first one's so much better yeah
2: first one is better the second one's still good plus we get fat boy representation <laughs> <laughs>
1: like
0: yeah. I, I think podcast that
2: podcast um, promotes fat boy right re- the goddamn skinny privilege needs skin- to go down <laughs>
0: <laughs> well brolin as a cable i thought was cool that was perfect there was no one else that could have done it that i wanted to see because growing up dude their juggernaut chronicles were the shit
2: their juggernaut is great Mm -hmm. um what's his name his colossus is my favorite x-men forever since i was like five years old has been colossus (laughs) and i was so excited when in um x2 they're like colossus is gonna be in it i'm like. Yeah, and he's got six seconds in the fucking movie. He's carrying a TV around. He'll go, that was Colossus. That was some white dude carrying a TV. He works so for fine. college. He he works for college hunks hauling junk. That's not Colossus. What are you talking about? He, he works for a budget rent-a-car. I'm sick and tired of this bullcrap. Then X3 comes and he turns... Su- su- and he gets, and he goes, oh, he's going to turn metal in this one. Another five seconds. And he goes, oh, awesome. Cool. You fucked my favorite character over royally. I love Juggernaut. Then that movie. I'm the Juggernaut bitch. That's freaking awesome. Yes move. X-Men three.
0: I know people hate X-Men Origins Wolverine, but I've always felt that X-Men three is like the worst one out of all <laughs> oh, things, dude. X-Men three is terrible.
2: No, X-Men Origins is so considerably worse because like X-3 has a couple really good moments and really quotable moments. i say I'm the juggernaut bitch at a
0: minimum twice a month. Well, my problem with X-Men 3 was that it was w- way too cartoonish compared to the first two. You can tell they kind of dropped off with how dark the first two were
2: because 3 is Im- way too comical. And most importantly, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are still in that movie. And no matter what's happening... One of those guys on the screen, it is fantastic.
0: Well, yeah, if you put him in the movie, it's amazing.
2: I'm pretty sure Ian McKellen could sexually assault somebody as Magneto. <laughs> he would be like, you know what? That's a cool dude.
0: <laughs> yes. I think my, we've talked about this, me and Austin, but my all time favorite is probably First Class. I think that one's, that one was cool. And I was kind of hoping they would go in the route that they were going to go in, which was, kind of step into the Cuban Missile Crisis and grow the class of mutants, but instead, they decided to intertwine the original series with it. I mean, it was still cool, but it would have been cool to see what they would have done with it.
2: X-Men Origins is great, and I think the beast from X-Men Origins is better than beast from X2 and 3. But, um... But what it it boils down to is after First Class, every X-Men movie after First Class was abject garbage overly complicated bullcrap that destroyed all the other movies
1: hold on i heard i mean days I, of future past was pretty damn good okay no. that's what i heard you just don't like it because it erases all the movies except for yeah that's what, except that's for the problem except no, for no, what first class and then and then and then hold on it, it erases all the movies except for days of future past right pretty yeah. much yeah so
2: so the primary, I'm
1: sorry, first class, first class, and days of and Future days, Man. yeah,
2: yeah, and the apocalypse happens, and you know how that goes. But well, apocalypse, main, is I'll admit
0: the that thing,
2: the thing is, first class was a really good movie, but it was a horrible sequel, it created a bunch of um plot holes that, that completely undermined X1 and X2, and then on top of all of it. They were like, oh, we screwed up so bad we had to make a whole new movie. That movie's, oh, and then it's not good, but it's not bad, but it's also not good. But like, we also have to use this movie to completely erase everything that's happened the past 20 years. So, you like that stuff? Fuck you. Good luck. Figure <laughs> it out. This is the one that exists now, you freaking loser. Oh, you, 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 you absolutely loved X1 and X2. You think X2 is one of the top. Uh, top uh superhero movies of all time. Yeah, guess what? You think the greatest superhero casting of all time is Wolverine? Yeah, guess what? Fuck you. You don't matter. We're gonna do. We're we're gonna have your the most beloved casting for a superhero ever in Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and we're gonna use that to shoehorn a bunch of uh rehashed nonsense that makes no sense so bad that Ryan Reynolds is going to have to make a whole movie just to fix our bullcrap.
0: Well, Um, Ryan Reynolds had been wanting to, because X-Men Origins, he was fucking unhappy with that. He said that numerous times. That's why he was like, I'm dedicated to doing Deadpool. And I mean, there was really no one better to do it, because if you read the Deadpool comics, he explains that he's basically a crossover between Ken and Ryan Reynolds. So it was kind of supposed to be his role. So, I mean, it it worked out perfectly. I mean, I think one of the best parts of that movie is just the fact that they're, they're really into showing you just what the budget is. Especially when he's talking about the X-Men. You know, he's at the mansion, and he's like, it's funny. Every time I come here, I only see two X-Men. It's like the studio couldn't afford any more.
1: Yeah, I... Honestly, I don't... I mean... I like the X Men. I've I, I've seen. I, I think I've seen all of them. But honestly, I don't really care about it that much as a series. Although I did really like Logan. I thought Logan was great.
0: Oh, Logan's probably it, one of the best comic book films that, of all time.
1: Logan is, a but v- I love Deadpool. Movie. Yeah,
0: Logan's...
1: I love I love Deadpool though. So wait, so um, so so now really, if you really look at the timeline, the way it stands now, it it's just x-men days of future past or sorry um first class then um days of future past then apocalypse and then the it's like
0: dark phoenix whatever the hell yeah yeah
1: then dark phoenix then logan correct
0: well yeah because logan logan takes place after all of them like in the future yeah here's the
1: problem though logan
2: and um this is why this is so bad logan and both the deadpool movies say according to them that x1 x2 x3 are the canon ones first class and all those other ones are not because when because there's that whole screen there's that whole scene where deadpool walks into the mansion and he's looking for everybody else and they can't find anybody and it's that door opens and it's x2's beast it's um
1: Oh and
0: yeah, Chris McAvoy and- was there too. Yeah. Where is They're everyone? Th-
1: th- literally everyone is in there. Then he closes that, the door. And that they was close funny. The door and you go. <laughs>
2: Wait a minute.
1: Watch what's, what's <laughs> yeah. real. I'm so confused. Oh yeah, I, on, cool. I hate these movies. Hold on <laughs> so much. <laughs> hold on. I don't think you're supposed to take that moment a hundred percent seriously, like with the canon, because no, I think I, I that think really. that was I know, but I think that was just a joke. I think it yeah, it, think it, was it a, is a prank. it is the way it stands and the you know the, the way it was before, but like that was just like a a joke. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how. When shit happens, on. when shit happens in Family Guy, like, you're not supposed to take it, like, 100% seriously, like, with the, like, wait, what the hell, this makes sense to the lore, it's like, no, it's just, it's not, uh, you, you know what I mean. But I, I saw wanted, them to be, I want to be real, I know so what you bad. mean, <laughs> I know, I, I know what you mean, though, it's like, um, shit, like, something like that would piss me off, too, if I was, like, uh, really into the, you know, there
2: like, would...
1: shit like that, like, could you uh, imagine be 10 years
2: old, and Apocalypse comes out, and you're like, I love this movie. I'm going to watch all the movies in the past. And half these movies are like, don't watch the past movies. They don't fucking exist.
1: <laughs> they you're don't like, exist. I just,
2: I just, I just want to watch the movies and know what's going on. And every other movie's like, hey, you remember that movie you liked? Yeah. Don't exist anymore. You wasted your time, kid. You should have well, worked at a candy store. You should have made yeah. some money.
1: I think that's the only franchise that has literally erased the other movies, yeah, right? Well, technically the only Terminator franchise. has
0: done the same thing. It's like so fucking confusing, dude. Oh, so yeah. many why does, okay. That's why those two Terminator movies suck. Well, to be fair, Dark Fate was okay. It wasn't great, but it was better than Genesis, and it was better than... Actually, I take that back. I like Salvation.
1: Hated yes. the third
0: one fucking hated the third one but i i still really like the third one you know why i didn't like it man and i understand why this couldn't happen but i expected edward for long to be in it however at that point in time in his life he was going through some stuff so they weren't gonna they didn't even ask him
1: and no like, no they no 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 eddie it's funny he, he didn't say this in my video with him but uh, he said, uh like yeah, I was. It was in a different interview. He was yeah, I was supposed to do that, but then uh, overdosed. <laughs> Pretty so much, funny. man. That, that was so, the sad
0: part. So like it, to me so it was like could've... a yeah, it could have been. And I was like, damn it. And Nick Stall was okay as a John Connor. Yeah. He wasn't. It wasn't bad, but he wasn't. That's not a work for long. So you're like, damn it. And the issue I had was just the, not that it was a female Terminator. It was just that like the way they made her more advanced was just kind of unbelievable compared to the T-1000. That makes yeah. sense. I, yes. hate to,
2: I, I hate to jump in here and freaking break up this great conversation, but this freaking news article just rolled across my screen. Um, Ronda Rousey, who looks like a, a, a half-man, half-woman child who was hitting the head with a shovel, um, just said that she would whoop Gina Carano's butt in a fight
0: i don't see it i used to think that ronda was the shit until holly holmes knocked her ass out
2: this woman doesn't hold a candle to mommy carano okay
0: i don't like ronda just because i love wrestling she doesn't respect it and she's only there for the money so that pisses me off but
2: just just had to sneak that in there (laughs) my girl gina carano would cause brain aneurysms
0: okay no, you're fine. I'm I'm having fun, but unfortunately, we are at the end of the road a little bit over. We typically only keep them at an hour just because we're at that phase where we're trying to find who our audience really is because we we're vast in topics, and each episode varies for that reason, but one of the biggest things we had heard was they're long. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're not Joe Rogan, so that makes sense, but working towards it. Otherwise, man, we would love to have you back sometime soon i mean it's been I, awesome i would i would love to oh yeah man um, do you want to plug your youtube channel or anything
1: yeah my youtube channel is just my name alex Leyba, alex l-e-y-b-a uh a lot of stuff on there celebrity interviews uh, and also a uh of v- um my vlog series um which um i'm very very passionate about maybe a little a lot of people are not just a lot of people, literally everyone who's familiar with it has told me that I'm too passionate about it. So like, you know, that, that's been running since 2015, you know, and, uh, I made the Alex labor movie it was kind of like my end game, like the culmination of all the, you know, people throughout the years and everything. And then I did the Alex labor movie too on my channel and I'm making part three right now. And so, you know, I, I um, strongly recommend everybody go, go check that out. And um also, yeah uh, the, the next thing I'm going to put out is the Shelley Duval interview. I'm very pumped about that and uh yeah,
0: I, yeah, I really
1: I really appreciate you guys having me on and I, I love uh, I will come back. Oh yeah,
0: man, absolutely. We'll check out that Shelly Duval interview for sure. Uh, thanks guys for listening if you like what you heard here. You want to check out more, go to the You can check out the entire backlog. Every episode is on there. Otherwise, Austin, buddy, it's been fun as always. Alex, sir, we appreciate
1: you. We'll see you guys on the next one. Yes, thank you, guys. Adios, amigos. All right.